beautiful. You are listening to More Than a Crown, where you will learn, feel understood, and be encouraged alongside believer, child advocate, ice cream connoisseur, and former Miss USA, Sarah Rose Summers. everyone. We are here today. Connor hasn't been on a podcast in a while, so say hi, babe. Hi. I know it has been a while. I'm not used to being back on the pod and in the studio, our home studio. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this isn't exactly normal for us, but it's not normal for anyone right now. And so we're all in the same boat as you. Whatever you may be doing right now, it's probably different than you may have pictured your life for mid-April 2020, a lot of that being at the early stages of a new year. We like to make goal setting, Connor and I did, and unfortunately right now we're definitely changing those around day by day. That being said, we are in Nebraska. Do you want to tell them a little bit about why we decided to Yes, here? We, we've been here for, what, almost a month now, yes, if not that's a crazy. month. We made, and we, I think we've hit the month mark. So we left New York City at the great intuition of my in-laws, your parents, and your <laughs> and brother, my brother. <laughs> your brother specifically, was pretty adamant that we should leave the city. And I think it was the day after New York City declared a state of emergency. Correct. That was when we left, and we've been here ever since. And we hope to return soon, but are going to be flexible. Obviously, our safety and the safety of others is at the forefront of our hearts and our minds. So if we have to stay here for a while, we have to stay here for a while. In fact, the other night we were laying in bed and I asked Connor, I was like, obviously no one desires or plans to live with their family or specifically their in-laws during the first year of marriage. So I was just checking in on him and how are you feeling today, darling? I'm great. I've told you that uh, I've I've got a new routine. I'm doing great. <laughs> We've got a gym downstairs and I'm getting up and able to work out and come right back upstairs to start work. And so. Right. My dad is somewhat of a fitness fanatic. He has been for years. Actually, the backstory there is when I started training for Miss Teen USA in 2012, we kind of made it a daddy daughter bonding opportunity and he jumped on the bandwagon of the training plan and the diet and everything with me. And had straight up made it a lifestyle change for him. And my parents live in Nebraska. And so here in their house, we have a basement because we're in Tornado Alley. And he transformed part of our basement into his gym. So if you guys do see on social media, Connor and me working out, and we get DMs often, oh no, you can't be at a gym. Well, we're just super spoiled and thankful that we have one here in our house. Amen to that. (laughs) But that and... It's nice to have the company of other human being interaction. Like we wouldn't have that in New York and we'd be stuck in our 700 square foot space. I agree. That has been a blessing. I, my job and career is based on human interaction as is yours and many people's. And so it, it's, I love you, but <laughs> I'd love to see and talk to other people. And so right. um, we're here in Omaha. would love to spend more time with your brother and sister, but you can explain why we haven't oh, been able yeah. to see them. My sister-in-law, Jess, who was my matron of honor, if you guys remember seeing our wedding pictures, she's preggy she with our first little nephew. We're so excited. She's due in July. And so they do live here in Omaha, just across the city, but they're taking the quarantine very seriously as they should because she's carrying another life. So we haven't been able to spend time with them. The other day, Connor was just thinking about that and got sad because obviously 
we don't get to be here all the time, but when we are, we'd love to be spending quality time with our loved ones. And so it is what it is. We've, we've managed though. <laughs> we've had some, some FaceTime interaction, I guess with everybody, but yeah, we, we played some games with the family and one of, that was a, fun. A couple Fridays ago, our aunts and uncles and then Scott and Jess and everybody in this household. So my parents and me and Connor got on zoom and what was the website we used? I can't remember. I think your Aunt Becky set it up. Oh, and geez. It was so fun. We played games each on our own phone devices. And then you had like a computer or something with phone devices. Our phone. <laughs> you played the game on your own device. So everyone was their own person. And then a separate computer or something was connecting us all. Anyway, whatever. It was cool. Technology's awesome. And there are still ways to connect, is the moral of the story. Thank God there is, yes. Goodness, geez. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, both of us are able to kind of accommodate to the situation, at least as much as possible. And I mean, everyone in the world is having to right now. For me, unfortunately, a few speaking engagements that were planned for March and April have been canceled, and then one has been postponed. But Connor, on the other hand, he often works from home, but then has meetings with people. Like he mentioned earlier that his career and my career often revolve around communicating with others. And so when we're used to doing that all the time, and then you're suddenly stuck inside, it's quite different. But I want you to kind of tell them a little bit about what you do. I can tell you guys that he works in finance, but he can explain more of what that <laughs> means because thankfully he's been able to help serve others from the comfort of my family's home. And I wanted him to come on and kind of explain in normal people jargon Lame what in the world is going on with our economy. Absolutely. Well, I work for a company called Archetype Wealth Partners. We are what I describe as a non-traditional wealth management company set up to help families thrive across generations by connecting their money with their purpose. And when we talk about what we do, we really divide it up into four different quadrants. And so we handle financial planning for families. We do investment management. And then that's kind of what we would describe as our left brain. And then our right brain does things like family dynamics, really diving into what a family is passionate about and aligning their assets or their wealth with their purpose. And then talking about their legacy and really what they want to leave behind and the kind of impact they want to have while they're on this world. And so we uh, are more of a holistic wealth management company that works with individuals and families. Yes. And I love that you love what you do as a wife. It's cool to get to see you enjoy serving others every day. So that being said, has what's happened in our economy been detrimental for all of your clients? No, I, I wouldn't use that word at all. <laughs> so certainly when the market goes down, account values do go down. Unfortunately, we never like to see that happen. But with us specifically, we have a, a unique investment philosophy that has kicked in and, and done a really good job of helping protect our the people that we work with. And so we call that the three dial philosophy. And I won't bore you with the yeah, ins and outs what? of how that no. works. But uh, thankfully, many of our, I would say, uh, all of our clients were very well positioned going into the downturn. So explain a little bit. One of my questions I had written down is what in the world has happened? So you you <laughs> talked about the downturn and the market, would you say crashing? Explain what that means to yeah, my listeners. So we're in what economists describe as a bear market. And 
many economists are saying we're heading into a recession. So a bear market is when the market uh, off its peak is down 20%. And so we reached, I believe, as high as maybe just over 30% down from the highs in the market in February. Therefore, we're in what many would describe as a bear market. And obviously, COVID-19 and the coronavirus is a medical problem. So explain to me and our listeners why this is affecting the market. You're right. It is a medical problem, (laughs) but it turns into an economic problem when the whole world essentially shuts down and is at home and unable to go to work and produce goods and restaurants aren't able to sell food. And so although it is a medical issue, it's turned into much more than that because of the precautions that are necessary, but we've we've had to take in, in the fight against the virus. Okay. So I have heard that now because the market is down and stocks are cheaper, valued lesser, I'm not using the correct jargon. Anyway, he's laughing at me, people. He's laughing at me. <laughs> I've heard that because the market is down, now's actually a good time to buy and invest. Is that true or not? You're, yes, it is uh, what I describe as a time when stocks have gone on sale. And so... Uh, I love sales. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> um, but for the last 10 years, you may have heard, if you pay attention at all to the market, we've been on what economists would describe as a bull run, where the market has performed really Who well. Who's economist? Stop acting like you're you're not smart. I know you know some of this. I know you're- No, but I really don't know who economist is. Is that like the Wall Street Journal? Econ- like different economists. So like you have scientists, you have- Oh, economists, plural. Yes, economists. I thought that was a, a something like the Wall Street Journal. We need to edit this out so that- <laughs> No, we don't. We're keeping it real up in here. Okay. So yes, when I say many economists, that's like many medical People. experts. Got or, it. Yes. Thank you. And so uh, where was I? We were talking about a bull run. Yes. So since the last recession, many remember when people refer to 08, that was kind of the last big recession. We really haven't had any bear markets or downturns. We had one kind of hiccup back in 2018. But other than that, the market has performed extremely well for the last 10, 11 years. And it, that's not typical. Typically, you see a a Uh, a downturn, a bear market every six years. And so because we've been on this huge bull run, stocks have been what many would describe as expensive or uh, valuations have been high. And so it hasn't, but since the reset or since the downturn in the market, stocks have have gone on sale. And before you get back to the sale of markets and whether it's good to invest right now. So you said that it's common for a downturn in the market about every six years. And we haven't had that. Is it common for it to be this down or is this more extreme? No, this is more extreme. Okay. But a bear market, which a bear market is when peak to trough, you're down 20%. Those are happen on average about every six years. And that's Got a it. typical kind of market cycle. A recession is not nearly as normal. So we had one in 08 and people believe we're heading towards one right now. And that is a very, it's very likely. Also, going back to the, how, because stocks are on sale right now, typically I like to buy things on sale. So is it a good time to invest? Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. I'd say it's very opportunistic for people to look at investing in stocks or having a maybe balanced portfolio right now with stocks being lower than they were uh, about six weeks ago. 
So that being said, can I invest on my own or why would I need someone like you? Great question. So typically when you get to a point where you are not comfortable enough in investing the cash that you have, that's when you would want to consult with a financial advisor. Someone like me, I, I'm curious, is it worth investing just a couple hundred dollars or do I need a couple thousand? No, what I always tell people is the important thing is to start. So whether you have $100 or $1,000 or 100000 begin and you can go on to any kind of investing platform. I recommend Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade or there's a number of other banks or broker dealers, stock brokers that you can go open an account with. And what I would advise is start with what you can and then develop a financial plan to start contributing to that account each month so that it it grows and then eventually compounds over time. Awesome. I want that to happen. Also, as someone like myself who isn't super knowledgeable about investing, when I get on these account, when I have an account and I have the opportunity and I'm looking at all these stocks, obviously you're going to do your research and whatnot, but can you just give us a couple tips as to how to select uh, for me, like I know that I have some stock in Lululemon, obviously for multiple reasons, not only just because I love the company, but I also love the company. So help my listeners understand how to select their stocks. Well, there's uh, numerous amounts of things to consider and look at when it comes to give me your two the best health of the tips. company. The, the best tip is always to diversify and diversification you can do that in many different ways but if you only have a small amount to invest the best way to get immediate diversification is through an index fund and so what i would suggest is you use a low cost etf or an exchange traded fund which gives you uh, you can get an index fund that tracks for example the s&p 500 and the s&p 500 is a index built of 500 of the largest companies in the United States, and it's an average of the performance of those companies. And so when you buy into an index fund, you get immediate diversification by having exposure to 500 different companies, even though you may have $1,000. That's cool. Okay. I love it. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. You're full of knowledge up there. Hey, you are too. You just don't give yourself enough credit sometimes. I'm full of great knowledge, but different types. I don't I don't know about this stuff, nor do I really care to. But Well, and, and that's where I would say, hey, there's probably listeners that are thinking the same thing. And <laughs> that's great. You don't have to have a huge interest in stocks and investing and so on and so forth. But it is so beneficial to at least have a basic understanding of how this works, whether it's investing or just simple terms like compound interest and mm-hmm. what is the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones, because it gets talked about so much, but so many people don't have uh, an understanding of what those things are and how they work. Right. Words like that just go over your head or you don't care to learn, but that's why we're doing this episode so that you can break things down into layman's terms. Absolutely. Pivoting a little bit, these stimulus checks that are going out by our government, can you tell everyone who qualifies for that? Do they need to apply for that? Does it just happen? I have all the questions. Yeah. So there's there are many ins and outs to this. And so if I, I'm not going to cover everything in the minute or two that I answer this. And so <laughs> uh, the be- my best advice is to go to I- the IRS website and look up the economic impact payments. And so those will be coming out very soon. April 15th is when the first 
batch are going to go out. I think there's 81 million people that are supposed to have money in their banks by April 15th. And the ins and outs of this are if you make less than $75,000 or $150,000 as a couple, you're qualified to receive a stimulus check. After that point- That's actually more than I would have expected. That's a higher number than I would have anticipated. That's what Congress has decided on. So it's at 75 That's or great. 150,000, you're eligible. Once you make over that, it phases out until, so if you make more than $99,000 as an individual, you will not qualify for these economic impact checks. And so how you receive those is uh, there, the Congress is looking at your, either your 2018 tax return, or if you've already filed for your 2019, they're going to look at your most recent tax return and determine if you're eligible or not. If you have ever received a refund or have given the IRS your banking information, they will do a direct deposit into your account. That's so cool. So you won't have to go searching for it. Yeah, sign up or anything like that. Now, if the IRS does not have your banking information, they will mail you, mail you a check, and those checks will take uh, much longer to get to you than the direct so deposits. you may not know the answer to this, but... In my head, I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe on the last tax return, I was a dependent, but now I am a legal adult and I have my own job. How does that work? So you're saying if- You're 18. 18. It it depends. So if you filed a tax return and the IRS has a tax return with your name on it, Mm -hmm. then you are going to be eligible. Now, if if you were filed as a dependent last year and you haven't gotten your tax return in this year, then you're out of luck. If you got your 2019 tax return in- uh, probably probably be at least a month ago then you might receive the check but it's interesting they can't yeah. iron out everything right, and right there might right. be more information on that question specifically Absolutely. on the website the irs.gov economic impact there's... that doesn't necessarily pertain to the two of us so we don't know but i thought i just thought of that question because i know some of my listeners are about that age right and i did on my instagram stories a couple weeks ago some questions trying to answer as many as i could on this and i got numbers a number of different situations like uh there was a i mean people who have been divorced and have kids and how does that work who gets the check and there's so many different situations that you can think of and so all those questions can be answered on the website awesome connor did do instagram stories a few weeks ago and he put up a question box like he was saying and answered all of your questions so if maybe that's something you'll do again after i post the pod if People want questions. People want it. Let's do it. Give the people what they want (laughs) (laughs) or what they need at this point, right? We all kind of need some answers. So he'll do that. You guys can head to Connor Five Combs on Instagram, or you can just find him through the More Than a Crown podcast page. But also, he is my little influencer these days. He's been recording short snippets, doing educational videos on various finance topics. Really, the first couple that I've done have, have been more so about archetype and who we are, our mission. And it's kind of one of those things I'm taking advantage of doing while we're inside and at home and limited on what we can do from a marketing standpoint. So they are informational, but it's as of right now, it's been more so about archetype and who we are. Which is interesting. So you guys can check those out on his LinkedIn or on his Instagram, IGTV, I believe is where you're placing those. But otherwise, if they want to contact you directly, maybe it's they have someone that they think should work with you or they really want to work with you, how is best for them to contact you? So I am on, like Sarah said, Instagram, LinkedIn. I can always respond to a message there or my email uh, work email is 
connor.combs at archetypewealth.com. Connor is C-O-N-N-E-R mm-hmm. dot C-O-M as in mother, B as in boy, S at archetype, which is A-R-C-H-E-T-Y-P-E, wealth.com. <laughs> that was probably a roundabout way of going about that, but I don't know That's, a better way. It's okay. It was thorough. <laughs> I love it. Well, we are wishing you guys peace and patience and yes. what else, babe? Uh, health. Health, absolutely. During this time. One. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to share a smile today. I know that's often a a message I use at the end of my podcast episodes, but we can still do it. FaceTime somebody, share a smile. Hey, I'm kind of offended. Uh, I can share a smile with you in person. No, you you haven't asked me what you ask all your guests. Uh Uh-oh, people. Connor called me out. Okay, so I also ask everyone at the end of every episode, what are you more than? Because the More Than a Crown podcast is stemmed from me reminding myself that I am more than a crown. I am more than that one title and that year as Miss USA. So babe, during the COVID pandemic, what are you reminding yourself that you are more than? So just staying on the topic of, <laughs> of wealth and money and all these things, I think it's, especially in the world that I work in, it's easy to get caught up in making a certain number. I work with just a number of wildly successful people. So I am more than my income or I'm more than the money that I make. Thank you. Thank you for asking. I really was looking forward to answering that. Oh, good. <laughs> babe. I'm proud of you. All right, you guys, I hope that made you giggle. We adore you and we're so thankful for your listen. If you think this could serve someone else, please share it with them.